How's it going? Today on the Black Tie Affair, Patrick and I talk about sports first. I guess somebody came to L.A. and it's a pretty big deal. I don't know. Then we get the conversations about the Supreme Court and how a new justice appointee could have some big impacts going forward for a lot of big cases that should have been locked down. Then we get into conversations about seeing old friends, watching comedians, anime. It's going to be good. Just take a listen. Take a listen. Hey, welcome once again to the Black Tie Affair Show, where two friends have a politics, pro sports, and pop culture, kinda. I'm one of your hosts, Jelani, aka Jelani, Jamaica, ooh, I wanna take ya, and to my left. <laughs> you know, I actually like that song, and you completely now have tainted that song. I've tainted that song completely? Yeah, for Patrick. Oh, for Patrick. This you, is who I am. It, it, uh, yeah, yeah, I, for Patrick, <laughs> who is the other host, I've tanned that song. Stop messing up songs. Forever. I'm going to do that forever now. I'm going to keep finding songs. I'm going to find the, the best song. I'm the just, songs you I'm really, just really going like. to have to ignore that part. Just remove it from my database. Gone. Poof. Never happened. It's it's recorded. We've reco- we're recording a podcast right now. You're not gonna be able to get rid of that. But I don't listen to it. Oh, you don't listen to the, po- <laughs> listen to folks, the podcast, so. folks. One of the to- co-hosts does not listen to the podcast. <laughs> you should. I do. I have to edit this thing. It doesn't matter, folks. We are back once again. We we've been gone for a while. Yeah. The holidays. It was the holidays. Fourth of July. The holidays have come up. You know what the holidays are. You weren't going to listen to a podcast on 4th of July anyway. Don't That's probably like the it. best time to listen to it. No. We let you them were, down. You were malarkey. I blame it on you. Mm-hmm. Well, we are back. The holidays are over and we are back. It is hot as shit and we are ready to go. <laughs> Why is it so hot? I don't know. We just take a moment. We, we, we live in LA. Yeah. And it gets hot. It does get hot. It does. Yes, it does to get hot. To say the least. Arizona, um, we see your pain. I feel yeah. your pain. We we feel hot because when we go to Las Vegas, it's like 112, and we rush into the casinos or the hotels to get away from it. We're only outside for a brief minute. That's why I gamble so much in Las Vegas, because I'm just trying to stay <laughs> away from the heat. That will pay you to take my money. Hey, let me sit inside. Take my money. So Give I me the get. air conditioning, please, please, please. But, like, we had horrific heat. <sighs> I mean, they... I watched the news. It was like... They call it, like, a heat dome. A was, heat dome? It, like, wrapped itself... Basically, from L.A. all the way to, like, Phoenix, Arizona. The entire Southwest was under this heat dome. I think that dome was probably where the hole in the ozone layer was. <laughs> Neither here nor there. We're not going to waste any more of your time. We talked about the heat. Let's talk about the rest of the news going on here. Patrick, I have a question for you, and that simple question is, what is new? Uh, I'm going to change it up. How? I want to talk about LeBron James. I'm sorry, that's not... What? That is news. This is not Trump-related? No, that is news. This is not politics-related? That is... This is not... The world's not falling in on itself? No, it's it's seismic. I want to know about... It's seismic. Because... The the asteroid (laughs) coming to hit the Earth. Where's that? This is the android that rocks. Okay? 
the entire not not only sports world, but it bleeds into culture. It oh. bleeds into the mainstream. He meant to say asteroid, also, folks. He took a yeah. He meant to say asteroid. What LeBron what? James is coming to the city of Los Angeles. Is King big, James is coming home. Is that home? He's, he's coming a, to your home. He's coming to the, he's coming to accept his throne. Okay, because it's, 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 not, it's not like home. Like he would not. He didn't like leave. That's true. He well, he like, has two homes here. He has two homes in Brentwood. How do you have two homes in the same city? Like that just don't make no sense. They're, they're, people don't know this. They're not next to each other. <laughs> no, they are right next to each other. They're across the street from each other. It is. People don't know this. I don't understand. Whenever he had a fight with his wife, he's like, "I'm going to the house." Walk I'm right, going to the other house. Do, 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 Walk right across the street. Just hop. Just go. Just right into that house. Walk right to the house. Yeah, that's what happens. Come on, LeBron James Jr. Let's exactly. L B J R. So he is coming to um, join the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, we, the entire Laker nation, the city of Los Angeles is um, is overjoyed. Uh, it means that we'll be making playoffs. It means that uh, you know the bookies have the Los Angeles Lakers the second um, most favored team to win the championship. Like, that's just to put into perspective. Immediately. Immediately. Like, it's Golden State Warriors and Los Angeles Lakers. Well, that does make sense, seeing as LeBron got to the finals by himself. Yes, he had him and, like, a bunch of high school seniors. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, why is LeBron James out with a bunch of (laughs) 17-year-olds? Like, how can LeBron James score 51 points? You know how hard 51 points? I can't even score 51 points in my NBA 2K. Like, exactly, like no. In the video game, you can't even no, do that. No, there were so many memes about the situation in reference to, because, like, on top of the fact that LeBron came into L.A., also the Warriors got another pick. And so they're, they're treating this shit like, mm-hmm. like, this is like when you have NBA 2K and you just pick whatever characters you want. Yeah, you're just like, because for those who don't know, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, also named Boogie, that's a great nickname, too. Um, he actually went to the uh, Golden State Warriors, who are the reigning champions. And they're going to be the first team since, like, the 1960s to have the five starting players be all-stars. It's just, like, you couldn't even, if you tried to build this, if you tried to build this team in Fantasy League, they would, it would be vetoed. Like, they would not allow it. Could it be too, if you had this team in NBA 2K, if you had this team in um, fantasy sports, uh, no, no, you wouldn't be allowed to play because it would be unfair. Of course, no, absolutely. Can I do it? You play online, I'd be like, nah, homie. No, you can't do that. Why no, you got no, a stack no. card? No, no it's no, not going work that no, way. That's unfair. You, but somehow, someway, in the really real world. You can't have Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Exactly. Same, on the same team. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Not, no. No. Not, and the Emperor. Yeah. And the Emperor, really? Stop it. No. And, and Chewbacca. You can't do that. <laughs> and like, all guys, one damn stormtrooper that's all yeah, i got yeah i don't care if you have han solo on the other side and the entire empire force it's not gonna work no you can't have the emperor lebron james <laughs> and lebron james <laughs> luke skywalker uh and chewbacca on the same team mm, it's not gonna work so i just i just want to let you know um it is seismic shift uh for la um it's seismic shift for the western conference finals because there's two conferences eastern and western mm-hmm. basically Everyone, all the towns on the western side. So they say, well, what's going on in the east? Like none, none going on in the east coast. Like there are the Boston Celtics, and that's it. That's it. But the Boston Celtics are gonna make it happen this year, though. Yeah, well, you're the only one. Like you, it's like you in a you you in a world with all women, and you're the only dude. That's it. Hey, that's how it is. The Boston Celtics sounds like sounds like it'll be pretty pretty good for me then. Yeah, we're fighting for scraps in the Western Conference. <laughs> A bunch of monsters. But mind you, all of the girls on the Eastern Conference side, all, all ugly. 
They're all dogs. They're just all terrible looking. That sounds very sexist of you, but whatever. Okay, they're all really super smart. Oh, but <laughs> I don't even. I think that's actually worse. I think you said that was worse. But but lousy in bed. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, folks. <laughs> the but opinions no. of one Patrick do not represent the all of black tie affair. Thank you very much. LeBron James is in LA. I want to feel like I want to give an update to what's happening with um, Thai folk. <laughs> with Thai news. Okay, we don't talk about Thai news very much, even though this is 50% of the show. Um, I want to give an update about the Thailand soccer players. Yeah, I've heard about this. The, uh, the kids who are in the cave. In the cave. That, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, I'm worried because, yeah, because my understanding, and I don't want to step on yeah. your toes, but I know that somebody tried to go ahead and get some food over to them, and on, on the way back, he died. Yes, Navy SEAL. Yeah. A Thai Navy SEAL um, operator uh, died. Uh, so as, as of the latest news, for those who don't know, there are approximately, um, why well, say approximately there's 12, uh, Thai soccer players, kids who are down there and their coach um, and their coach. So 13 total, uh, that are trapped in this cave. Uh, they've been trapped there for probably about a week now. Uh, they have been trying to get them food and try to get these things to preserve their life. Uh, as of recently, as of this morning, uh, I can report as, as like I report stuff, I just read shit off that what news says. I I can regurgitate. <laughs> Patrick, report uh, that uh, at least two of the trapped um, two of the trapped team members, the soccer players, have been actually extracted. How? Really? Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. There are the good news is that they are being able to basically do triage. So the first the first ones that are coming out are the are the most severe. So as they pull out more kids, uh, they uh, it's. Uh, the likelihood of surviving uh, is is more likely, right? Because they're taking out the basically the worst of them first, and that saves oxygen, right? And so um, it could take uh, a few more days to remove all of them, um, but so far two have been removed. That's crazy because so. on the podcast that I listen to and the news that I receive, I'm always under the impression, okay, well, you know, fuck, uh, they're gonna be in there for months because that water is not going down. Yeah, they know what to do. Well, yeah, that's part of it, is that it stopped raining for a few days. And that allowed the water to subside and allowed them to be able to come out. Um, because it, it stopped, stopped raining. Thanks, global warming. No, thanks, I say, Jesus. Yeah, hey, <laughs> or hey, whatever. Hey, whatever whatever stopped there for the universe. Whatever it was, the universe. We, we appreciate you. Right. Mm, right thank there. you, thank Kiss you. Start. So, um, so I want to get into the biggest story of all this week. Uh, and I wanted to have kind of a conversation about it. This actually was the, the the only thing. This is actually the only real news. I mean, not the only real news story, but 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 really the the the, the epicenter of our pod today. So this is the reason why we moved our sports segment to the front of the of the freaking um, show. Yeah, I mean, you 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 only do that for LeBron James and Thailand. Like that's that's it. You know, that's all you sell. So because our co-host is Thai, <laughs> we brought up Thailand soccer players, and because yeah. our co-host loves the Lakers, we brought up LeBron. That's right. So it basically happened. Right. Okay. So let's talk about the Supremes, because I wanted to talk about something that was... Not um, the singing group. No, no, no. Not not the singing group. The Supreme Court. Okay. Also known as the Justices. Um, not the Justice League. Not the Justice League. No, not the Justice League. Well, I'm um, glad they're not made in a terrible movie. I'm trying to really make light of this because it's been quite depressing. That's the uh, only thing you can do because I, I make light of everything because everything is depressing. Okay. Uh, but in light of that, uh, I wanted to share to folks, um, Justice Kennedy is resigning. If I'm not mistaken, 
Isn't he already resigned? I mean, I know he sent his tender to resignation. Yeah, I don't know when it took effect. I didn't read the actual. I thought, my letter. understanding was it was, yeah. it was at but end of July. I, I mean, well, because he did it right after they finished their session. So the next session that appears, I think, is in December, um, is when they start hearing new, new, new cases. Um, he he's not going to be on it. So it either left vacant or it's filled, right? Um, but Justice um, Kennedy is not going to be on the Supreme Court. He was a swing vote, the moderate vote. I would say as moderate as, moderate as you can get. Um, he's basically conservative, but on social issues, he voted uh, with the more progressive and the liberal wing of the court. He seemed more in line with, I would say, following letter of the law in some cases. Because the same thing with when we got the the gay marriage vote. It was sometimes where like you look at stuff and like, okay, here's all the information I have, and I'm going to go this way. Versus here's my ideology, and that's what's coloring what I'm my, my decision making. It will seem more like, okay, I'm gonna take everything in consideration versus simply, oh, here's my ideology. I got it this way. I know I'm being redundant, folks, but I just want to make sure that you understand the difference between like, you know, Kennedy and it was Judge Roberts who like every once in a while he'll come over and say, I'll play with y'all for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's you know it the frustrating thing about it is right now it is a conservative court. But Kennedy gave liberals, progressives, Democrats um, the chance that it can go the other way. Um, really, Sandra Day O'Connor um, and Kennedy were always the two kind of like, okay, let's you know, let's see how this tosses up. Uh, but with Kennedy out, uh, you can get a firm, strong, reliable, conservative outcome for you, years to come. You could, but no one knew Kennedy was going to be Kennedy. Back in the day? Yeah, yeah, because Kennedy was, you know, uh, to give folks background, he was nominated by Reagan uh, back in the 80s. Uh, he sided with conservative on gun rights and campaign finance, you know, laws. He, he was in charge of Citizens, I mean, in charge. He was a swing vote on Citizens United. And op- he swung the conservative Yeah, <laughs> and opening the floodgates for corp- corporate and private money, mm. right? Um, but he sided uh, with liberals on things like criminal justice, uh We'll, we'll talk about Roe versus, Roe versus Wade you know, a little bit later. Um, he was a swing vote that he wrote the opinion for the legalization of gay marriage across the nation. Um, so, you know, we'll get into a little bit about those uh, imp- uh, implications. But politically, like as a political strategy, what happens next? Right. So uh, Republicans have the, uh, the votes to confirm whoever they want. Right. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Uh, because John McCain is sick and is not likely to be in, uh, because Democrats won the uh, the Alabama seat, it really gives Republicans only a one-vote margin. So they cannot lose one Republican vote. If all the Democrats hold tight, uh, Republicans only lose one vote, and he doesn't come up for confirmation. So here's the challenge, is that uh, de- uh, Democrats... When Neil Gorsuch came up, four Democrats crossed party line and voted for Neil Gorsuch. Motherfuckers. Yes. So you could have the same thing happen. So Democrats have to hold the line on their side, and Republicans have to hold the line on their side, not being able to lose one. But the problem is there are a lot of Democrats who are in red states this year, and they could cross over. So Democrats have to hold the line and peel one off, Republicans just have to hold the line, but they're likely to get two more Democrats or three more Democrats to cross lines to vote. 
Uh, these Democrats live and, quite frankly, uh, are in states that are red. No, I understand that, and but I really, because you know, when it comes to Supreme Court, as far as like it being a an impact on your career, it sounds like the only way it would impact your career is if you're trying to vote in someone who's definitely like, hey, bro, this whole Roe v. Wade thing, I'm right here trying to take it away. If you have rights, as far as your body's concerned, you're a woman, I'm here to take those away. And then you vote them in. What they should do, if they really want to have some kind of crazy, they need to vote a right wing woman in. They won't, but they need to. Well, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because that that's actually one of the finalists. That's one of the candidates is voting in a woman. Um, that's actually one of the things that politically I think it's better. So let's say, for instance, Republicans decide, okay, let's say it's up to them to... Uh, it's up to them to want to put this nomination up, you know, soon, right? They really have two options. They can do it before the elections or they can do it after the elections. Democrats are sc- shouting and screaming, saying, no, no, no. You know, you guys held up Mayor Garland for nine months and Barack Obama not to stolen seat and blah, 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 right? Well, yeah, but they sound whack because it's too late. You let that happen. Right. So d- Democrats can huff and puff and sound like my four-year-old daughter, but don't mean shit, right? I mean, that's just the reality of it. Uh, so the political reality is, okay, now what do Republicans do? Do they do it? The decision Republicans have to make is do they do it before the midterms or do they do it after? Okay. One would naturally say uh, oh, a hand, a bird in the hand is worth two in a bush, right? Is that you do it now. If you're able to confirm and get a Supreme Court justice, you have the votes, you lock that in now, right? Because you may not get a chance after the elections, Right. Greedy Republicans would say, look, let's wait. Democrats are not going to win back the seats. Huh? Okay, at least not in the Senate. We need something to boost and to motivate our base to come out. We need to pour more gasoline on this fire because if we hold it, then we need Republicans to come out. If we, if, if, if we hold it after, it motivates them. But if we do it beforehand... We're probably doing it and not being able to leverage their passion. Because if they know it's already going to pass, what's the point of them going out and voting for you? So use his leverage. If this is still an issue, you continue to make this an issue going into the election. If, if, they are, if the issue has been solved and you're basically going to have the nomination be done before the election, then, then Republicans are, well, why do I need to go out and really vote? Like, we got the judging that we wanted to. Mm. So that's the political strategy that Republicans have to decide amongst themselves. And this is a Republican decision. Folks thinking that Democrats any saying it. No, 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 no. The Republicans are huddled up and Democrats are like that whiny little kid that's like, hey, hey, guys, let me get in. Let me get in. No, you no. We have our arms wrapped around each other in a circle and we're huddling. You have no say in it. That's just uh, a political reality. Like a football thing. And it's said. very frustrating. I got you. It's very frustrating because... Um, this is what the fight has been about. The fight, the election of Donald Trump was, I would argue, less about the agenda of the Republican Party and what Trump can do as a whole than about the fight for the Supreme Court seat. Of course, no, that makes perfect sense because that has way more reverberations. The, the ripple effect that that's going to... Generations. Yeah. Well, you just change the fabric of the country based on the votes that, that go through. I almost feel like I want... Like, you know, like, we're semi-woke, right? We, I at least feel like 
I I I always pressure people to go vote and to go do certain things and to go and to be activated and a lot of people have have done so. But there are a lot of people, 50% of America, quite honestly, just doesn't vote. And it's almost like I hope this is a wake-up call for those who do not vote and, and aren't activated to go, you know what, fuck man, like like this shit's fucked up. Yeah. This shit's fucked up. I need to do something about this. I cannot just allow just this to happen because I do not believe the vast majority of Americans believe that the way uh, the Supreme Court is going, the way that the presidency is going, is a way that the uh, majority of Americans really want this to be. I, 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 I just don't think this is the will of the American people. I agree with you. If it is, I'm wrong about the American people, I and mean, I need to reconsider, like, yeah. look, like, do I want to be here? Honestly, honestly, you get the point. Is, because people voted for Trump. They vote for Republicans. Like, is this the majority of Americans? Like, if, if this is the case, like, then it's changed. It's no longer the America that I know. That's what I'm trying to say. It just, like, just isn't. But there's a situation where there are people who got caught up in everything, said, all right, this is my ideological standpoint. I'm on this quote-unquote team and I'm ride or die or whatever, and that's where I am. But when you have the evidence of this presidency and what it's doing, what it's been doing, and you're still at the point with like, yeah, I'm still riding for this. Like, is this what you really wanted? This what you wanted. And when you're confronted with that and you're like, yeah, I wanted this. Especially in a situation where a person of color who's a Republican, I was like, so you just want a situation where we just round up people and just say, oh, yeah, you're not from here. Get the fuck out. For what reason? Like, you're, you're down with that. Well, I mean, they didn't go the right way. Like, you have all these excuses and these rationalizations. Like, when you go back far enough, we didn't do it. No one got here the right way. Mm-hmm. They right. showed up, killed a bunch of people, and said, now it's our country. Right. So what are you talking about? It sounds like you're worried about people from other countries doing the same thing to you, what you're worried about. So, I mean, that's what it is with me. But, yeah, you know. So, the biggest thing about the Supreme Court justice vacancy is you know what's going to happen with a lot of the major issues that kennedy was uh a a, a decided vote on um some of the issues are gay marriage right uh so what obviously has to happen is a case has to come up it has to move up the you know appeals and it has to eventually get to supreme court right and then they have to make a decision which overturns precedent which is courts don't like to do that right particularly supreme court they like to um they you know there's the, what they call court precedent so they respect the decision of prior courts right particularly their their own supreme court case mm-hmm. right uh and it's very likely that roe versus wade is never going to be fully overturned right um because to go ahead and do that, it would be run contrary to like 40 years of precedent, right? All, all of a sudden, after 40 years, you're going to reverse X amount of cases. That Because, right, right? yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Because yeah. that gives me a little bit of hope because that's what people are trying to actually really, that's what they yeah. want to see the yeah. outcome of that be. Sure. And my thing is like, so all these 40 years, what happened within the 40 years that you saw legally, quote unquote, there's like, well, you know what, after all the four years of evidence, I see that this is what's been going on. We have That's right. no humans exist anymore because there's so much right. abortions happening. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, That's right. That's right. And so we'll we all, I'll talk a little bit later about Justice uh, uh, Robert, right? The chief clerk, I assume, uh, the chief justice of the Supreme Court, uh, that uh, it's his court. And does he want to be the one who is going to be known for overturning Roe versus Wade? You know, uh, is he is he now the swing vote is now we uh, couldn't uh, 
progressives and liberals and Democrats look to him to be the uh, the sound mind reason. Right? No, because that's, that's what it was with the the vote recently with the gay marriage thing. It's like that's right. He was he, like he's he, the one who wrote the opinion on it. Yeah, he swung and said, "Nah, son." Right, yeah, right. That was shocking. That it was shocking. Yeah, it was because right. right. Kennedy was right, right, right. Because um, Kennedy write the opinion for it. Mm. So, uh, but I want us to listen to uh, our friends at five thirty eight dot com. Uh, when did you meet them? A while ago. Oh, okay. Uh, but they are going to talk about specifically Roe versus Wade and just kind of where they see Roe versus Wade going. And I think it's really enlightening and uh, it may it may soothe your uh, your concerns a bit. All right, I want to listen to this. Let me listen to it. But I think also people definitely have their eyes on the issue of Roe v. Wade. Amelia, do we know what kind of cases we could expect to be brought to a more conservative court or how it might change compared to the court when Kennedy sat on it? I think there are kind of two paths for the court to go down. And the pro-life movement has kind of been preparing for both of them. Um, Over the past, I don't know, seven or eight years, there have just been a slew of state-level restrictions on abortion, and they have gotten more and more restrictive. So they've sort of gone from kind of trying to chip away at the edges of Roe versus Wade to challenging it outright. And um, one of the most recent of these was a law in Iowa that banned abortion um, once a fetal heartbeat can be detected, which is around six weeks into a pregnancy. So at that point, many women wouldn't even know that they're pregnant. And it's also a direct a direct challenge to Roe in a way that some of these other laws haven't been. And so, you know, the court doesn't like to overturn past precedents, and Roe is one that is, if they were to overturn it, there would be, it would just be kind of a like a political bomb. And so, you know, they did just overturn a past precedent today, actually, in a case about union fees, a precedent from 1977. So it's not like they don't do it. Um, But they they could take a case like this Iowa law that challenges Roe and use it as an opportunity to just say, okay, we're going to ban all or most abortions in the U.S. We're going to overturn Roe. Or they could sort of kill Roe with a thousand cuts which is something else that um, legal experts have been predicting for a while, which is essentially that they can, you know, not overturn it outright, but they can start allowing a lot of these state restrictions that are currently being litigated. And, you know, that's things like waiting periods and these restrictions that make it very difficult for abortion clinics to stay open or for abortion doctors to practice in abortion clinics and other hospitals. And by allowing these smaller restrictions, they make it more difficult for people to access abortion. And they sort of set up a future in which a court 10 or 20 years from now could say, you know, we have we know that Roe versus Wade is this really important precedent, but we have all these cases that kind of undermine it. And, you know, Roe is is functionally dead because of this string of cases. And so 
that's an outcome that someone like John Roberts might prefer if he doesn't want his court to go down in history as being the court that overturned Roe versus Wade. But there are obviously people in the pro-life legal movement, which is extremely well organized and has been sort of planning for this moment for a long time, that would like to see a challenge to Roe outright. So I think it's a little hard to predict, but it does seem likely that we'll see one of those paths unfolding. Well, I, mean, go, go I know you're talking. Go ahead. I'm not right, go, ahead. Right now. go ahead. I'm just saying. Go ahead. I'm not a woman, but that sounds kind of scary. I just wanted to, to, you know, I just wanted to put this out there that one thing really struck with me on what she was saying was they have been planning for this moment. Of course they have. Like they have been plotting for the better part of, you know, a decade, right? Two thirds of a decade. They've been planning and plotting for this moment to happen. And that's what Republicans and conservatives do well. They, Conservatives held their nose and they say, we're going to fucking vote for Trump because we need this conservative seat that will affect us, affect them, the uh, American people for 30 plus years. The thing that's funny, I mean, in reference to the whole thing, the whole thing is that all people on the left as far as this one issue or concern was like, is the option of the choice. Where it's like, no, 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 no. I cannot live in a country, even though I would never choose to do this myself, I cannot live in a country where other people could choose to do this. Right. That's the thing that's crazy. Right. Like, it's, like, it's like, it's not the fix. No, I don't want to give you an option. I would never do it myself, but I don't want anyone to possibly no. could be, maybe do what I don't agree with. No. Personal choice, no. Mm-mm. Not for mm-hmm. you or no. anyone else. So, I kind of see this in a couple of different ways because I have a daughter, right? And um, I look at it through a lens of where we live in, in California, state of California, right? Where we are blessed enough that the state of California allows for women to have that choice and provides facilities and provides resources to be able to make that decision and not have to worry about finances and not have to worry about, okay, uh, aside from the moral and ethical um, decision that one must make in doing that, um, they don't allow um, financial resources or access to be a burden, right? An additional burden, right? Um, With that being said, I think she's right. I think it'll die by a thousand cuts. I think it'll be a slow, slow draw. Um, I don't think that the... uh, uh, the chief Roberts Court will want this to be his legacy that he overturned Roe versus Wade. And quite frankly, uh, there's not even really a court case right now that's on the docket that will rise up to that, uh, to, to, to basically the one that's ready to go to be challenged, right? To challenge Roe versus Wade. There are a lot of kind of these smaller ones, but there is no court case that comes out and, and basically says this, whatever whatever the situation is pertaining to the actual case itself, the outcome of the case will basically be the backbreaker for Roe versus Wade. Because, you know, courts can only make decisions based upon cases. So you can have all these kind of smaller cases that lead you to basically the practical reality is that Roe versus Wade is gone, as opposed to like a nuclear weapon case where it's like, okay, if the Supreme Court makes a decision on this case, that's it. There's no court case like that right now. No, no, I totally understand that. Like, it has to go up. It has to be challenged, 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 challenged on its way up. Yeah, but also that the case that when it finally gets there, 
gives the, the, the courts the opportunity to say, okay, if we vote this way on this case, that means all, uh, all abortion rights are gone in this country, right? Um, there's, there's no case like that. Does that... No, I, I understand. I think I understand. Because no, you have no. a befuddled look on your no, face. No, no, no. I had a befuddled look because I was like, yeah, because there's nothing... There's, there's no case that exists that would extend itself to all aspects of the country is what you're saying. That's right. So Because cause there are states where they have inherent protections right. regardless. They're like right. about 30 states or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, well, 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 accessibility... Every state needs to be able to offer the now, right. Yes. Yeah, right. But there's some who um, have but, additional protections. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But they make accessibility difficult, right? And yes. so what's been happening is these cases that have been coming up challenging the decision of Roe versus Wade um, and crystallizing it is all these it is an accessibility issue. Is it making it more and more difficult and more and more precarious to have an abortion? Um, so you're basically putting a uh, like hurdles and borders, yeah. you know. So that's how I think it's gonna die. It's gonna buy die by a thousand cuts. I don't think there's one huge case that's gonna come up. At least the most legal experts have said there's not there's no case right now that's pending before the courts. And quite frankly, the judges still need to make a decision. I mean, um, so this, you know, oh the sky's falling, oh my gosh, like I think we just need to take a collect collective step back. We can go ahead and scream into our pillows all we want. I think that's fine, it's healthy. Uh, but for for us to think that it's automatically going to happen, I think we have to just take a sober approach at it because um, courts don't like to throw away 40 years of precedent. Just well, then I will put this liquor down. Take <laughs> a sober come, approach. Just come off the ledge, Lonnie. You got it. Just got come it. off. All right. The, the ledge is gone. What else? Well, there's a few things of that that we're not going to have time to talk about. Ah. I do want to talk about, though. So we're definitely not going to talk about how Supreme Court justices have pretty much drop kicked unions in the face over a decision to restrict the amount of union dues that can be, like, be collected by union members. That's what Supreme Court did a couple weeks ago. We're not going to talk about how the Supreme Court upheld the uh, Trump's tra- tra- travel ban as being legal. We're also not going to talk about how Michael Cohen can possibly flip and possibly will flip and cooperate with the federal government now on their probe. I saw something about that. Keep going. We're not going to talk about how Mitt Romney won the Utah primary and is poised to be the next U.S. senator. Good luck, Mr. Trump. He didn't like Mr. Trump. They all didn't. No, no, he's not going to like Mr. Trump. We're not going to talk about how the trade war had officially began, starting with a 25% tariff that will apply to 818 goods, ranging from aircraft, uh, parts, and chicken incubators and industrial magnets. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) <laughs> we're not going to talk about how Trump the uh, Trump administration is reversing an Obama-era affirmative action guidelines that used to encourage schools to consider applicants' race during admissions process to a way to promote diversity. Whites only in school! We're not gonna, definitely not going to talk about how uh, Trump uh, EPA director uh, Scott Pruitt, or EPA administrator Scott Pruitt, was fired. No, 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 or he actually, resigned. He resigned. Was, uh, had resigned, um, facing multiple government investigations um, that allegedly, uh, from his wrongdoings, um, such as dumping millions of dollars into taxpayer uh, personal security for him, um, and then also asking it, uh, an aide to get him a, a used mattress from the Trump Hotel. What the shit? Because he wanted one from the Trump Hotel. Well, it's a really good, it's a really good mattress. <laughs> Is it? That makes sense. Like his stakes. No, right? Each one of these stories, we can go into deeper and deeper, but we're not going to go into that story today, John. Ah, I can't deal with this. Not going to be able to do it. You, you give me these teases, and then you take it away. I guess all we can do is just have a 
couple of real quick conversations okay. with my buddy DJT. Oh, In a okay. segment we like to call What? Letters from Letters from Dom. I actually have two very short ones here. They're very, very short. Let's do it. All right. So the first one has to do with a a poll. Because like a know, telephone poll? No, son. P-O-L-L. Like getting people's in, opinion. Got it. I don't know if you know this, but the liberal media. Okay. All hate right. Them. They have them. these fake polls. They don't know what the American motherfucking people <laughs> really want to say. You tell me what the American people want right, to so say. All right. So this is what the letter says. Jelani, first and foremost, we're the official polling team of President Trump. And to get to the real approval numbers in the media, we're showing the strength of our grassroots movement and calling on top supporters. Oh my gosh. Because you know that you get the real information when you call on top supporters. That's how you know what's really going on. If they're a top supporter, they're always (laughs) going to give you an unbiased opinion. That makes perfect sense to me. We noticed your 2018 response is pending, Jelani. Oh, you haven't responded. I haven't responded just yet. I'm going to get to it. How would you rate President Trump's performance? Uh Oh, let's do it. And here's the options for us. Let's go. All right? I want to say before, we're going to get the real approval numbers. So here's my options. I have great, good, okay, and other. Oh, can't do other? Uh, You can do other. Let's kind of see what other says. Other is a situation where you don't really, it's just other. You don't have, you can't even write anything in there. It's just other. Can you click other? I'm not going to click other right now. No. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna do it because that's how I got this whole thing got started was with me picking other. <laughs> oh, because yes. oh, you clicked other. Yes. Other is always an option. Bad is never an option. Bad is never an option, but I want to get not the real, good. But I want to get the real number. Right. But I'm not gonna put bad in the options. Okay. Please take a moment to take the official president's approval poll today and let President Trump know your thoughts. Give me another option other than other, motherfucker. Secondly, second, a little mini letter is from Newt Gingrich. Follow up to last week where he tried to offer me that book. Here's a follow-up. It says, Jelani, Newt Gingrich is spending every free (laughs) second he has signing copies of his latest book, Trump's America. He's ready to sign one for you, but your name isn't on the list for the orders yet. Oh, no. All Newt asks is for your contribution of 50 motherfucking dollars to the president's efforts to elect true conservative champions of our agenda this November. Thanks, Trump's headquarters. Oh, wow. So if I can give him $50, he'll give me a book that I don't want to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it. I don't see why you wouldn't do it. That sounds like a, a treat to me. I don't see how anybody wouldn't do that. Who writes this stuff? President Trump, obviously. <laughs> that was All a right. weird question to ask. Done. Goodness gracious. Well, if you're done, I guess we just move on to the next seven, which is that weekend... Wrap up. So, uh-huh. we, like you said, we were a little late. So, a couple of weekend things happened this weekend. Okay. I'm going to go into the last weekend real quick, and then we'll pop into what happened most recently this weekend, which happened basically... Friday and Saturday, all that kind of good stuff. Anyway, so last weekend I went to um, a restaurant called Yashimoto. It's in Yamashiro. Excuse me, Yamashiro. Apologize. Hollywood? It's in Hollywood. Been there. It's on top of a hill. Right on top of Magic Castle. I, I, I did not know that part. Hollywood Hills. Uh, very Japanese. Beautiful. I, a lot of I movies mean, they filmed there. 
Did not know that either. Did they have a like Kill Bill film there or whatever? I don't know. No, like The Last Sam. No, Sunset something. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. Wesley Snipes was in it. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just oh, lying. Rising Sun was in Oh, Sun. I remember that movie. Yeah. I like the movie a lot. You know all the Japanese stuff. I like the movie growing up uh, a lot. Uh, anyway, yes, yeah, so I was there. And there was a hair show that was going on there. So oh, a lot of people, cool. a lot of uh, famous barbers in L.A. were there. People who have Instagram um, accounts. that are like, good barbers? Yeah, they were like literally people were signing, like taking pictures with these barbers. Like they were celebrities. I'm going to get an appointment. Yeah. And they had all these really cool like um, activations that were going on there where they were having people getting their hair cut live in the middle of... This uh, kind of lake area, or not lake area, this little pond area, where people were just sitting there getting their hair cut live in front of other people. We were just watching them getting their hair cut by these crazy, ridiculously stylish barbers. I've One barber. These. Huh? I've, I've seen them. You have? Okay. I mean, you know, like on TV, like BET or Oxygen or whatever. It's probably something like that. Like one of the barbers had all these tattoos on his face, but they're like only. They were, like, surrounding his face like a frame. So it didn't seem like it was on his face. Just, like, you know, in the areas where you would typically have a fade on your hair or have the lineup for your beard, that's where he had his tattoos. And he had these long dreads wow. and big plug earrings. Wow. And he was out here cutting this dude's hair. And he had the haircut so it was, like, not totally even where it would be intentionally off kilter. So it's like we, had, we chopped the bangs a little bit, dropped the bang cut, and then chop it again. So it was not... Even at all, and this stuff was all this style. They, I saw somebody have a backwards fade, where the fade came. <laughs> no, I swear, the fade came from the up from the bottom. Then I was like, I was like, who does that? They were going all kinds of things. They were doing craziness. I was like, uh, all right. And then you got we got we paid for it, which apparently you didn't have to because you pay for it, you get a little <laughs> swag bag. But in the swag bag was a whole bunch of conditioner and shit. How did you pay for it? You pay for it uh, through Eventbrite. So you just, you bought a thirty dollars oh, ticket. Okay. But you didn't have to necessarily do that. You could just walk in and say, I'm gonna, I'm here for the show. And that was it. But you pay for it, and then you get the additional event bag, which I did not need. So, friend how I went with, I gave them the bags, and I was like, hey, you can have the bags. I'm going to sit here without the bag. <laughs> I don't need the bag. You don't need the bag. I don't need the bag. I don't need the bag. But it was fun. It was fun. And then afterwards, went to a couple <laughs> other bars. But come to find out, like, sometimes Hollywood is expensive. I went to Laurel Hardware, which I've been to before. Got a pizza, one pizza, two drinks, Somehow spent $70. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God is right. Where you work in advertising. You make money. I'll, I'll make that much money? <laughs> yeah, so that, that was the first thing. That was one weekend. More recently, uh, a lot of our mutual friends got together. I heard. I wanted to go. I didn't go. You did not go. We were all, like, looking, like, where just, where, where, where Patrick at? I sent a text out. No one cares about your text. We were all hanging out at a bar in Chino Hills, which now I'm thinking about it. Is Chino, is that, like, racist? It is. Mexicans call it Chinese people, Asians, Chinos. I see. So that's the, the Chinese Hills. That's messed up. That is, yeah, and there's a lot of Chinese people live there, or Asians. Ah, oh, shit, that's super messed up. It just happens to be... But you can't do anything about it, because that's the name of... What are you going to do? Damn. All right, anyway, so we were living, we were out there in racist hills, uh, and we went to a, a <laughs> restaurant called... Uh, not a restaurant. It's a, definitely a bar. Called Shamrock. Shamrock. It's also racist. <laughs> well, that's actually oh, yeah, a plant. Yeah, that's yeah. a plant. Mm, yeah, I don't know. They're Irish people. That's what I'm saying. The, I don't know. That's a plant that exists. That's like saying, oh, yeah, you can't say palm tree. Because that's being racist to, to no, Hawaiian it's people. Like, it's like naming a restaurant bamboo. <laughs> that's not a problem. That's, that's a plant. I don't know. I think Asian. 
No, see, it's your, it's your own thing. If I can name a restaurant Bamboo, that's just a plant that exists. If I say it's dandelion, they're like, oh, you're being racist? No. <laughs> that plant exists. Okay, just saying. Mm-hmm. That, that could be associated with panda bears. Bamboos, even, whatever. Uh, anyway, so we were hanging out there. It was lots of fun. We're catching up, talking, uh, throwing lots of jokes out here and there, drinking, having a good time. Busting balls. Of course, that's what we do. Playing pool. That's yeah. what we do. Like It's funny because whenever someone says, oh, what do you do when you catch up with your friends? And then all of us always say, we don't really catch up. We just hang out, talk shit about each other, and then disappear. Because, like, we do catch up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, side conversation. Yeah, but the most of it is talking shit to each other. That's what we do. That's, that's how we like to show love with each other. It's like, hey, why is your hair get fucked up? You know, that kind of shit is what we do. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yesterday, I went to the Anime Expo. Have you ever been to the Anime Expo? Nope. It was my first time, too. Now, <laughs> I've never been though. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, it was fun. I could have gone today, but I, I had to do a podcast. I thought you were gonna go. I I, I had a podcast. I gone earlier. Yeah, it's a lot. Don't blame the podcast. Oh, I am blaming the podcast. No, 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 no. It was it was too much. Uh, cause like the whole lot of lines. It's too much. Yeah, no, 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 talk about that. There was a whole lot of lines. What do you call it? Uh, line con. Line con. Yeah, there was a whole lot of lines. Uh, it was fun. Like it was really fun seeing all the people dressed up and that kind of stuff. Absolutely, I did enjoy that. But there were a lot of people. In line, and I never knew quite what they were in line for. I was that high? It was hot too. Huh? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause the lines were typically Ugh. a lot of them were outside. Oh my god! So I'm just like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it, and I especially didn't do it because you're too grown. I am too grown, but on top of that, I didn't pay for the I didn't pay for the ticket, so I didn't even feel the need to okay. do it because I didn't even pay for the ticket. So I was like, Mm-mm, nope. I was here. I took it in. I saw a couple of cool video games that exist I didn't know about. Yeah. I so I, I treated it I treated almost like EA, but for like anime inspired video games. I saw some VR games that were cool. Saw a lot of really cool toys I didn't know they existed. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna buy some of this, buy that. There's some posters and pieces of art, all kinds of stuff. So I know all that stuff. That's stuff I experienced. Right. right. The, the other little side things, fuck it. It's not worth it. Not for me. No. I'm not that much of a super fan. I don't I don't care about um the stars who were in the anime, the people who are famous, mm-hmm. and meeting them. I don't need their signatures. No. I don't care about the voice actors. The voice nope. actors are great voice actors who I listen to, and that's all I need. Yep. There's nobody who I'm like, oh man, I really need that. Yep. None of that. No. But we talked about this. You don't. There's nobody that you really are that thirsty for. No, not right. really. You're just like cool. Yeah, because even like when, back when I was like, I used to uh, listen to a rapper. I still listen to him uh, eventually, Aesop Rock, and I would get stuff signed by him. But I still wasn't like, oh my god! If the line, if the line to talk to him wow. was more than ten people, I was like, I'm going home. You're just good. It's Why? not that big of a deal. Not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. Catch him later. Yeah, they're all still human. Everyone's still human. Yeah, that's cool. When you become superhuman, come talk to me. <laughs> okay. I'll be in line for a year to talk to you when you become superhuman. You got a high bar. The high say. High standard. Uh, so we'll talk about our experience together. We will, but later. What, what would you do we'll our about. experience individually? Uh, so before we get to that, I just want to talk about, I just want to give folks an update regarding my barber. Because I got a lot of folks ask me about my barber. Say, hey, how'd the barber thing go? Like, Thank you, you follow up about the barber. The barber, it's a funny story about the barber. So um, I am not, I, I, I got my hair cut recently. I noticed. I did not go to the same barber who I went before. Um, the one that remember it was a whole Nick situation. No, yeah, uh huh. And he kept asking me who Nick was, and I didn't know because I'd lied about this fictitious Nick, and this Nick was actually a real person, and it just got really complicated really fast. And so I decided not to go back to him anymore. 
I didn't go back to my original barber because I just felt like he would... I just wasn't okay with his cuts anymore. Like, I, I come to a realization I just did not like the way he cut my hair. So, f- about two weeks past due of my haircut, I decided to just yelp a new barber. So, I start hunting. And I find this one barber. Had, like, five, five, five stars on Yelp. Um, and so, I decided to look at some of the barber's names on there. And there's one guy named Philippe. I'm like, Philippe, Great. Got good reviews. Let me call. Let me make an appointment. They have online bookings. So I made an online booking, and they said, select your barber. And Wait, I went, you can select online? Yeah. That's dope. So, right? And so I go online, and it says, select your barber. I was going to choose a date. I didn't see Philippe's name there. And I was like... Well, Philippe is special. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, let me, let me, let me find Philippe, right? And so I'm like, let me just call them on Monday. So I call them on Monday. The guy who answers the phone goes... I say, oh, I'd like to make an appointment. I'm a new customer. Um, can I make an appointment with Philippe? And the guy says, Philippe? And I said, yes. I try to make it online, but you guys don't have Philippe on there. He goes, I don't think we have a Philippe. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Just, I don't uh, think we have Philippe. Okay. And I said, okay. And he goes, and he starts, and you can hear him like muffling the phone, you know, covering the phone and going, going hey, guys, we have Philippe. Do you have Philippe here? And then the guy comes back and goes, no, I know Philippe. I can hear in the background. I can hear them saying that. The guy, the guy comes back on the phone and says, no, we don't, we don't have a Philippe. I was like, you don't have a Philippe? Uh-huh. He goes, no. And I'm like, wow, that's weird. I saw online that there was a Philippe. I go, do you guys have a Philip? And he goes, Philip. And I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, we have Philip. Wow. <laughs> <We have> Philip. <laughs> And so I was like, I was like, oh shit. And I'm like, this motherfucker's name is Philip, not Philippe. Regardless of that, the guy who answered the phone couldn't even figure that out himself. Himself. Wow. Yeah. How? And so then I go, okay, great. Can I make an appointment with Philip? Philip. And he goes, you know what? Philip's not here today, but he just kind of comes and goes. And I said, well, what, what do you mean he just comes and goes? He's just... What do you mean? He goes, well, he's he kind of like basically rents out a chair and he just kind of like comes in and you have to like know him, text him like to make an appointment. And I said, so I have to like just catch him if I don't know him. I was like, I don't know him. And he goes, yeah, or like, yeah, but like we don't have his number. And I was like, you don't have his number. You, I, I can't just text that. Like, you can't give it to me. He goes, no. I like, well, when will he be there? And he goes, ah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know when he just comes in. You got to like, catch him. And I'm like, hey, this motherfucker like a Pokemon? I'm like, how am I going to catch this Philip? And so I, I said, okay, I'll, I'll just call back the next day, which would be Tuesday. So I get desperate because I'm like, now now I'm like, I need to get Philip. Like, I need this guy now because now it's becoming like a game, right? <laughs> and so I go online to Yelp and I go to the person who wrote the review for Yelp. And I message them. You know, you can message people on Yelp. I did, I did not know any of this was true. Well, I, I, on top of that, I'm trying to like this story. You like <laughs> I went to freaking anime houses and all kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, I thought my story was good. You went and the game is on the with your barber. Off. You're like, I'm, I'm trying to find, find this dude. I'm gonna find now. Now game is on. This is like remember back in the day we used to have like raves and like you'd have to go to, like three different spots yes. to like get the yeah. location. And, yes. Like it, it, this was like that. And so I emailed the girl. I no I, no I messaged like. The three people who left reviews for him and say, "Hey, I'm trying to get a hold of Philip. Um, I don't know him. Do you have his cell phone number?" By the way, why did you spell his name wrong? Yeah, 
And then, uh, so I just sent the message out there hoping that maybe they'll get a hold of him. Um, well, the next day, uh, I call in and I say, hey, is, is, is Philip there? Hoping to get a different response. And he goes, oh, Philip, um, he'll be here Wednesday. And I said, great. So now I know he's going to be there. So at, at, the, at a minimum, I can catch him and get his freaking phone number. But do you believe that guy? I don't know. I he, question everything he now. He comes in like the wind. I question everything he's like, now. Like, like, they're like, hey, y'all. Yeah. Like, oh, Philip's here. It's like, he's just, just yeah, like, just, dude, just two yeah. cuts. I'm out of here. That's it. I don't know. He's like a, yeah. <laughs> he just bounces. He's like a pop-up shop. He just goes from barbershop to barbershop. It's he's like a, a pop-up shop. He's like a, uh, yeah, the food trucks, right? And so. um, No permanence. No, none. That's that, that that's his shtick. And so uh, I call in. The person on the phone says, yeah, Philip will be here tomorrow. You can catch him then. Uh, and then I randomly checked my Yelp. Someone responded back to me on my Yelp message oh. and said, oh, yes, I have his number. Here it is. I call. Uh, I text. I text the number. Say, hey, Philip, uh, trying to get a hold of you. I was going to catch you on Wednesday, but I got your phone number from a Yelp reviewer. Um, let's schedule an appointment. Do you have anything tomorrow or the next morning? He'd say, he'd like 10 minutes later, yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Yes, I do. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., come on in. Went, went to my barbershop, met Philip. sounded like a great guy. He asked me how I heard about him. I said, I found him on Yelp. He said, well, how do you know to choose him? I said, there was a review on Yelp. I got the number from the girl Christine or whatever, Maria, whatever her name was. Got the phone number, hooked it up. He's like, oh, I know, I know Maria. She's great. Her son is awesome. I said, I know. She sounded nice. A legitimate, a legitimate connection. Okay, didn't have to lie. Very therapeutic, Jelani. Did not have to come up with all these. Well, was you no anxiety. decided to lie previously. <laughs> There's no anxiety. You involved. decided to lie previously. Um, the lies came because you walked yourself into it. I know. I know. Unnecessarily. I know. And now you have shunned yourself. I just created barber. my own thing. Exactly. My own thing. And no reason. It was great. I love it. I love the barber. I show because I like to show, show them photos. I show them photos. I bring photos and I say this is what I would like. I, I would bring drawings. I never brought a photo. I always bring screenshots and um, I I like my cut. And I think I'm going to stick with this guy. He's a good guy. I like it. All the barbers, they all wear, like, they're like uniforms, basically, but not really. A uniform in the sense that they all wear white, and they're all, like, thin European-style, like, long sleeves. And they all, like, wear, like, they all look like they're from, like, the 1930s. Were you at... It's kind of weird. Were you at, um, what are they called? Frank's, or... What is it called? Frank's. Not Frank's. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a small little chain... Oh, no. This is not called Frank's. But this place is like, you walk in and they're all like dressed like that. They're all like dapper. That's what they do. That's your shtick. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a place like yeah. that's, that's kind of like that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I can't, I can't remember the name. It doesn't matter. But I found my barber. I'm happy. Just want to share that story with you. But you have to find him all the time. I know, but... You got to get no, your Pokemaps maps to find him. I, but I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm committed to him. He's on my phone. We're good. We're good now. Is that true? A barber. Um, you know, what's also good is Trevor Noah. You oh yes how you go that's how you that's that's the segue that's us we we watched Trevor Noah together we did watch Twelve oh, Noah together we went to Hollywood we pre gamed a little bit beforehand I thought I lost my ID but I didn't yeah you were sitting there in the car at hundred and ten degrees I drove yeah. I drove you drove and you were in the car like where did I leave my wallet because we had a situation where there was some kind of weird like wetness that was happening on the bottom of my seat so you were trying to react to that and trying yeah. to get yourself out of there from being soaked or whatever right and then in the midst of all that somehow some way your money clip just kind of disappeared vanished gone yeah, yeah. and you just sitting there like I don't I think I, did I have it the whole time no one what? knew if you had it the whole time what? and you're sitting there in the sun while I'm sitting in the shade like did you get it yet nope. Let's just let's just go. Let's just go. We can Venmo each other. But eventually, you close the door and you hear a little jessel, 
little Jocelyn Jessel. Jocelyn Jessel. And you're like, wait, I think I found it. And, and it was there, it. and I found it. Yeah. It was fantastic. A huge fan of being able to find my money clip. Because you know what? I'm a huge fan of being able to find my money clip, it too. went from, like, really happy. We're all going to go to a bar, yeah. and, you know, and then, like, didn't have a wallet, so can't drink. Just, you know, and, and maybe not even be, be able to get into the bar. Possibly. Right? You do um, have a youthful appearance. You do. Uh, but the bar was awesome we went to. It's kind of a weird, like, you found it on Yelp? Did I find it on Yelp? I don't know. You tell me. No, you were trying I to found it. it on just map the places around me. I just went to okay. Google bars. Tell folks how the bar was. All right. So what happened, folks, is that we, like I said, we Google bar. We just walk around L.A., downtown L.A. And we didn't want to walk too much. It was hot. It was oh, shit. Want to find a location. Yeah, and it was super duper downtown. Like, it was like around 7th and 8th and those numbers. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so I'm like, Google bars around me. And I was like, oh, this bar exists and this bar exists. And they give me the little five stars. I'm like, five star review from Google. I don't go to Yelp too often, but five stars from Google, that's pretty good for me. So there was a place called uh, the Peking Bar. That was racist. That's also just a location. Go ahead. Whatever. And I was like, all right, we can go to the Peking Bar. It's right here. It sounds like it's pretty cool. Fine. So we start walking down, and it's downstairs in this little area. And we're like, all right, here's the Peking Bar. We're about to open the door to the Peking Bar. I have my hand on the door, and something brings a bit of curiosity. And I look to my right, and I see another thing that says Crane's Bar. Because while we're going down there, it says all these little signs for Crane's Bar, too. It says Crane's Bar, Peking Bar. Like, <laughs> oh, no, Peking Tavern. Peking Tavern, Crane's mm-hmm. Bar. So we're going downstairs, and it has ads for Crane's Bar while we're walking down to Peking Tavern. And then so when I have my hand on the Peking Tavern's door, I look to my right, and it uh, looks like... A vault. Looks like a vault, like a big vault like door. A bank vault. Yeah, bank vault. Look like a big bank vault door, and it says, "All right, this is Crane's Bar." And I was like, "My the hipster heart that the I have." Hipster heart. It would look something like literally Jelani was like a, a moth to a flame. Exactly. Gone by the fire. That's what like, happened. That was, I was like, I'm like, no, that's it over there. Like, like that was it. It looks hipster enough. Yeah. I, I like, need to go to the most hipster place. I was like, this is the bar to go to. I don't know what. I, uh, <laughs> Uh, a bank vault door instead of a regular door, I'm going through it. <laughs> I'm going through it. And then I, I go, go patronize through. it. I have to go through. Open a door, and you guys were still just standing there near Peking Tavern. I opened the door, I was like, looking for one second, I was like, no, 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 this is the bar, this is the bar. We're going in here, we're going to this bar. Yeah, all aesthetics. It was so amazing. And then we though. walk in, and it was like the weirdest thing. Like, first of all, they had like, oh, just weird. Like, nothing looked, like there was no continuity. Not really. There were soccer balls there. there big were TVs balls, that were there were playing the, the, the Wizard of Oz. It's kind of this weird back room that you can see, like, from the far corner that looked like someone's, like, old 1970s, that 70s show, like, Father's Den. Yes. Right, with the wood paneling in the back. They had a living, just, breathing man cave right there you could look like at. nestled in the corner. Yeah. It had, like, a velvet rope. Like, you couldn't really walk through. It was kind of weird and bizarre and, like... You know, you went to go, like, they had drink specials. And I'm like, oh, all these drinks on this side were this amount, like, $5. And you ordered the one that they said happened to be not $5. And he's like... But it was only $7. And it was very, very, he's like, very yeah. Alcoholic. He's like, do you want this? He's like, oh, it's kind of my beer. And then we sat down. It was... Because we, we went to go sit down. Yes. And then, like, they're like, oh, no, we don't have table service. And he, like, hailed us to go to the bar. Yeah, the bartender, like, made a big... To do gesture, about like, come, bringing come, us yeah. to come over right. and talk to me. Right. And then, like, we walked away after we got our drink. Um, it was just kind of a, a really weird. Like they're playing Wizard of Oz on the screen. Yes. Like a big screen had Wizard of Oz on it. And they were playing this really cool sixties music that was like really psychedelic, had a lot of ambiance. You know these songs that you listen to where it takes about like 
two to three minutes before the actual singer comes on. Yeah. Those are the kind of songs that are so coming like this electronica riff for like a three and a half minutes. Exactly. And then the guy's like, and here I go start singing. I'm like, bro, we needed you three minutes ago. Yeah, Where were yeah. you three minutes ago? Some some heard it would have thought something's wrong with the song. Like, exactly. Like, the song has not started, has it? It's, it's like, started yes. yet. Uh, it was cool. It was just, you know, I guess the owner, manager, whatever, was telling us about the acoustics and how, like, he designed the place. I think it was all bullshit. Like, it probably was. I don't think the guy even worked there. Like, I think oh, he made when, I, when I rebuilt it, I put, like, three layers of, like, mud. Like, motherfucker, you didn't build this shit. You, like, bought, you bought a spot and you said, about? here's a bar. Yeah. Uh, but I had a good time. Yes. We got one time Mexican food. Yes. Right? Very uh, spicy. At, very good at, nachos. At, at, at BS Takaria. Yeah. It's uh, not the bullshit Takaria, but even though that's really weird. They had some really weird vegan tacos. It or, was meat. It just tasted weird. It's really weird. Like, and there's a lot of, I've tasted, I love tacos. We talked about it. I love tacos. And I've tasted a lot of weird tacos. That was like the, a really super weird, spongy, like. On all of us. Purple taco. All, well, the purple was probably that bad. It was the meat. Cause we've all no, but all, the spongy tortilla. What was that? That's just purple f- corn flour. It's a purple corn. That's all. It is. Oh, it was nasty. Yeah. Well, I thought the meat was the problem, but we all hate. We all took a bite of it, yeah. so we all experienced it. And we're all like, mm, "That's not exactly what I expected," but it is what it is. Right. It's and not then, what I expected. Then finally, the piece de resistance. We made our way to the Orpheum Theater to go see Trevor get his groove on. Oh, so good. So good. His and opener was really good. His opener was really good, and. Um, it w- they were recording his special, so you'll see his special on maybe Netflix or Comedy Central or whatever, HBO. Exactly, I don't yeah. know. Whatever it's gonna be on the Orpheum Theater be, in LA. Yeah, we're gonna be there. A lot of his jokes had to do with LA. They're very LA centric. Yeah. Talked about a lot of things about like you know tacos. our freeways, tacos as well. Freeways. Yeah. Um, I want to because people are never gonna like instead of like you know maybe pulling the veil back on his jokes just in case. Yeah. Um, I want to talk more about. The opener's jokes because there's something that was really crazy about the opener's jokes. Okay. Because he was the opener's jokes, the folks. He was doing this thing where you've seen comedians do this a lot. They're very clever. Um, they will ask people questions to kind of help them create a create a set for them. And they'll make jokes off of your answers and responses to what they're asking you. So they'll say, "Oh, where are you from? Oh, you're from there. Oh, and here's a joke from that. Oh, you or you make this much money. Or here's a joke from that." Anyway, the thing that's funny about that is the very last joke. Typically what happens is the very last joke, because that's the one that you have built up. That's right. It's like it's like playing music. It's like you, when you watch it happen, it's like playing music. It's like you're playing the crowd. The crowd like, you hit a yeah, crescendo. You hit a crescendo. So somehow, someway, because you guys are never going to see this, I'm going to tell you the full-on joke. He asked a person in the crowd, oh, sir, what do you do? And they didn't say, well, what do you do? It's like, oh, how? he says, who are you with? And the guy's like, I'm here with my family. He said, oh, cool. Are they sitting to the left or the right of you? He said, oh, no, no, no. They're not sitting to the left or the right of me. They're in the back. Right. Yes. And then the, and the, the, the comedian on the stage is like, they're in the back. What do you mean they're in the back? Well, you know, I was too cheap to buy all the tickets at once. So we just bought tickets and my ticket happens to be in front. But my 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 wife and kids, they're they're in the back. Right. He's like, wait a minute. Your wife and kids are in the back right now? He's like, yes. So women and children first, that means nothing to you. He's like, fuck them, huh? He's like, I, I mean, I just, you know. And it's going back and forth. There's jokes yeah, about it. Right. And he was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you have your women, you have your wife and kids in the back right now. He's like, oh, my God. What the fuck? He's all, sir, you're like that cheap. He's all, you know, we're just trying to save some money. He's all, sir, what do you do for a living? And then the guy says, I'm, I'm a, a lobbyist. lobbyist. And then the comedian says, oh, you're a lobbyist. You're a lobbyist? Oh, my God. And he's like, that explains everything. And then the whole crowd 
erupted in laughter, yeah. and that was a rap. I was like, drop the mic. It was a drop the mic moment, but I was like, that was too perfect. Yeah. I almost think that maybe it was a, st- uh, a stage. A, yeah, yeah, it was a, a plant. Play. It was a plant. Because it was too, it was too good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. It was too good. I, I don't know if it was a plant. It's that's the easy scenario that it could have been a plant, right? But he was very good. Um, it ended off like on a perfect moment. Um, I don't know if he's that good to be able to think of something, you know, like, oh, you know, oh, he, he, he's a lobbyist, you know, and could it have been done better? Because if he, if, if he was supposed to be fake, right, if he's applying, could he, he, he could thought of, it could have been a better joke. You know, you could have used something else other than lobbyists. You could have been like, you know. I, I don't think but, so. I think, I think that kind that of person. That was just enough. That was just enough. Because there's so much that goes into that kind of person in in generalities. Sure, sure. If I said, oh, I'm a banker, I'm this, like, that wouldn't have hit when you said That's fair. That makes that make perfect sense. Like, we say a lobbyist, like, that does make perfect sense. Yeah. When you tie in all the things yeah. somebody could potentially associate with that kind of person. Yeah, that's a good tie-in. But, I mean, I mean, ultimately, you're right. Like, this just him going back and forth and doing riffs. Like, it was... He he understood the tone of it. He understood the right the right um, the right jokes that would go with the audience, and he knocked it out the park. Yeah, I mean, definitely. He was, he was so good. I would go see him if he had his own show. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got I, his name. I don't know his name. I, I, I was gonna say the exact same thing. I don't know his name. Do not know the fool's name. Um, I don't think he's gonna be on the special, but no, he's definitely. He's that's, that's, that's why I ruined the joke for everyone because he's not gonna be on the special. Yeah, you're not gonna who know. You're not gonna know who he is anymore because yeah. we're not promoting him today. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't even recognize the, the guy who opened for Trevor Noah. I, I'm, I'm too high up in this uh, in the rafters to recognize his face, but it is what it is. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next segment. Somehow we started with sports and we're going to go back into sports with them. Pros in different area codes. Go! My little thing that I have recording stuff and it shows like you know the ups and downs oh. stop it all the ups and downs of what we're saying it was just a big block of pink that you had there because you kept saying the same sound <laughs> for 47 seconds that's stop that that sounds like an engineering problem it's not I want to talk about the World Cup do you now that is a global yeah. phenom sport that's this, going this on this is right our now. World Cup date it's an update <laughs> it's a cup date it's a cup date our World Cup date have you been watching it no it has been amazing has it now uh, aside from LeBron James coming to LA, this is the top of the global sports news right now. Even Wimbledon's happening, and it's not even like we're not even going to talk about that. Well, I mean, because it's a, it's like you a said, global, the world, it's a global cup. sport. When you think about okay, because if I'm not mistaken, is it Olympics, Olympics, World Cup? I don't understand what that means. As far as timing, because like there's, I would say so. Yeah, because yeah. there's Olympics every four there's years. The winter, there's a winter that's kind of like in between. Yeah, winter and then summer and then yes, that's correct. Um, so there's always something in the world going on with sports. But it's like, I I would make an argument the World Cup is bigger than the Olympics, okay? Um, and it is fun to watch right now, Lonnie. And if you haven't been watching it, you need to start watching it now because we're down to the final four, baby. Oh, four folks. Four left, okay? And guess what? Here's an awesome thing is all the big favorite countries are out. They are out, Jelani. They are no longer in the tournament. So there is no... Brazil. There's no Brazil. There's no Spain. There's no Germany, the last year's champions, Jelani. There's no Argentina. No Colombia. No South American team, Jelani, are in the final four. But that's the people who play soccer. That they live and die by soccer. That's what they do. None are in the World Cup going forward. That means there's no Messi. 
There's no Ronaldo. There's no Neymar. There's no Suarez. These are all global athletes. Yeah, I'm not I, I, I know all these folks. It's all Europeans that are left, Jelani. What? I know. The final four, Jelani, here are the piece de resistance of the final four. Be afraid. Be very afraid of these countries. England. Oh. France. Oh. Belgium. <laughs> and Croatia. <laughs> okay. That's like almost Russia. Croatia's actually pretty good. And France is obviously good. And Belgium's good. But they're not the Brazils. They're not the... Portugal's, they're not the Argentina's, they're not the Germany's, you know. But that um, sounds like a pretty boring final four. It'd be a lot of pale players unless they got unless they get more people. Well, England probably has this one guy like he's this black player in Belgium and he's just like a beast and he's just like he's like one of the best players on their team and he's Bel. That's what's up. Yeah, it's in Belgium. I didn't, you know, then Belgium it is for Jelani. Yeah, but um, it's awesome. It's it's awesome. It's fun. Uh, you should start watching it. Start watching it now because only four teams left. That means basically there's two matches. Uh, there's four matches in the final one. So that's all you got. There's like three more matches left. Go Belgium! All right. Was that it? <laughs> that was it. Oh, 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 fine, fine. I don't know fine. what else more you want from well, me. Well, I didn't know. I'll keep talking about I sports. didn't know. I'm talking about how the Dodgers no, are doing. I, I did not know. Talk about NBA Summer League. I, Patrick, We're I, just, to Wimbledon. I, I didn't know it was over. <laughs> Why don't you know this? But to test your smarts, prepare yourself. You know what I love? Uh huh. I love that there's always new things that we don't know. There's always new things that pop up because, like, there's a cavalcade of things that are like sports related or politics related that you're gonna be able to pull out and say, "Hey, Jelani, what's this?" And I won't know it. And there's a whole bunch <laughs> of bullshit pop culture trendy shit. I like, like it just seems like the well just it's it's just, you can't you can't stop it. Can't stop it. Can't stop. Won't can't stop. Won't stop. Anyway, Patrick, is it good or bad to be washed? So, usually you think of washing. It could be as a good thing because I you want to bathe. You, True. It's a, it's a hygienic thing. Um. But here's my take on it. Mm. I think being washed is a bad thing, and I think it's a bad thing because you are trying to rid yourself of like I think it has to do with like some sort of like culture. Like like you're trying to be you're trying to like you're trying to adhere to a, like a, a certain common standard mm-hmm. and you're like washing yourself of like it may may not be your true self. I see. Like you're not like you try to be something you're not. I see. And so you you've been washed. Got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. I'm going to let you know that, because I didn't ask and why, that you have the answer correct. It is bad to be washed. <laughs> okay, it is bad to be washed. And I'm glad you did. Okay. You, you know, you peppered, I, it, you but, peppered but, it in with but color. I want to explain why. Exactly. No, I'm glad. Why my reason is Of course, right. no, I'm glad you added in the reason why. I have why. a feeling this is not turning well. No, no, no. As far as the reasons why, that's incorrect, because you went too deep. <laughs> yeah, like, I, because I'm going to make it that now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you try to make it like, this is what it's coming from. What like, does it mean? What does it mean to be... Because wash is essentially a different okay. way of saying, like, washed up. Like, you're, like, you're, you're just looking oh, bad. You're just like, done. Yeah. Like, you're, you're done. You're done. It's a wrap. Okay. Like, like, look at who you're washed. Like, you're, like, you're looking mad washed. Like, it's like a, from what I heard, I heard it from Deezus and Mero. Okay. I know you listen to Bodega Boys podcast. Yeah. You may not have heard that. I did not hear but that. But, like, 
They say that a lot. They say that very often. Yeah, so it's like... Okay. Yeah, so it's like, oh, you're looking mad watch right now. Yeah. I love it when they say mad, like, especially when Jesus says mad something. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, and Meryl, like, man, I'm gonna miss them, but uh, we're gonna get into the next thing. (laughs) Now I have things to add to Dirty Pop, so I'm gonna talk about it for a quick second in Dirty Pop, so stop. Jesus and Meryl, they're cool. What do you got? Um... World, so this is World Cup fever. Ah. Talk about World Cup. Um, Johnny, what happens if there is a tie during regulation time in the World Cup? What 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 are the situa- What happens after they finish regular time? They have a couple of more minutes called something else. Okay. I don't know what it's called exactly. Okay. I've seen it though. I watched one game yes. of the World Cup so far. Okay. Penalty point time or. Okay. Expansion time. Okay, okay. I don't know what the time's yeah. called exactly, but I see so that. So, regulation but, time ends. Like, there's six more minutes or something like that. Or okay. Five more minutes. Five more minutes. Five, or more, five or six more minutes. Five, I, okay. I saw this shit happen. Okay, Brazil. all right. There's like, five or six more minutes. Okay. It does happen. And that's it. I don't know what it's called. They get that five extra minutes and... Yeah, and, okay. if, and if it ties again... I don't know. Do they go forward? <laughs> I don't know what happens. <laughs> We're all just they stare at each other. <laughs> Look at it. It was like... Uh, that's a wrap. We're going home. Yeah. We're going home. Uh, y'all are drunk, so hey. we should end this some way. Y'all stop drinking. Okay, so um, you are very yes, yes. You for uh, for your answer, um, you're absolutely correct. There is extra time, um, so yes, you get that part correct. Um, there's another piece of that that happens, which you kind of like blend it together. But I'll explain it to you. Okay. So the World Cup, um, when you are when you're at the lower rankings and you're trying to get points, right? You're not at the elimination stages. Uh, it can end in a tie. We talked about that before, right? You get a certain amount of points and you advance based off the amount of points and whatnot. So you can end in a tie. When you're in the elimination rounds, it's basically one and done. So it does not end in a tie. What ultimately happens is uh, if regulation time ends, which is 90 minutes, um, then you get, uh, there's something called, uh, there's, there's something called, uh, extra time, right? But there's also before that something called stoppage time. That's what it was called. Okay. Stoppage time. So yeah, so you have, so, so regulation is 90 minutes. But in soccer, uh, you don't really stop for injuries. There's no timeouts, right? The clock just keeps ticking. But the referee keeps track of that extra time. So like if they had to stop to like help an injured player, he's, he's collecting in his head in aggregate. Okay, how many minutes roughly is this all taking? So after 90 minutes, goes the referee um, adds on an extra four minutes or five minutes. That's called stoppage time, okay? But if that if stoppage time is done, which is an extra three to four minutes, and it is still a tie, they go into what's called extra time. And extra time is basically 30 minutes total. What that is, it's two 15-minute halves. So they run the ball again for two 15-minute halves. And then whoever ends up leading at the end of that is one who wins. Now, if... After that total 30 minutes time is done and it's still a tie, then they go into what they call penalty kicks. And penalty kicks is basically five kicks, the best out of five kicks. So they'll just do whatever they need to do just to make sure that somehow, some way, there's somebody who has a score. There's a decision, yeah. And so it'll come down to penalty kicks. But that is what happens after regular time ends. Well, I learned something today. That's fascinating, isn't it? I didn't say all that. I said I learned something. It's a global sport, Lonnie. Get on board. I'm going to get on board with some of this Dirty Pop. Dirty Pop, baby, baby, you can't stop. So, Drake has an album. Uh Uh-huh. It's called Scorpion. 
Right. It's a double album. I listened to it. You, you, you did. You, I, I, I still think it's absurd why they call it a double album. I don't see how that's true. Why do they call it a double album? It has two sides. How can it have two sides when there's no, like, you, you're not... I don't understand how it's two sides. You can you can still literally purchase the album. The album's still still or sold. So you can go buy a CD of it. And it will have two CDs. I have two CDs. You can't compress it into one CD. Apparently not. I think it's bullshit. I don't, <laughs> you think that, but apparently not. I want to know the CD sales. I don't think anybody's buying CDs. Mm. I don't mm. see kids walking around with CD players. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't see. But there are CD players in most cars still. I think people will buy a cord and they have auxiliary cable and plug it in. I don't think people are buying our CDs. I just, that's why I just, I just they, they don't call they don't call it. It's a two sided album. They don't call it two sided album, which is funny though because Migos had a really long album. That album was only one side. It's a couple shit. Yeah, but Drake two sided album. But it has a lot of songs basically. Twenty four songs. Oh my god. Twenty four songs. Right. And he segmented it so that one song was more rap heavy. Okay. And the other side was more R&B heavy. Okay. So you get both sides of Drake. All right. Don't at me with this. He gets both sides of Drake. He's coming at you with the R&B and the rap. I'm satisfying both worlds. Exactly. He's the best of both worlds. He's giving you what you want, no matter what you want. If you play it on shuffle, it gets real confusing. It does. I did that the other day. And it was, I was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. I was like, it was like schizophrenic. But it is too long, in my opinion. In my opinion, it's a little too long. That's what she said. That's I don't know how that works. Um, but it just it's it's there's some songs like I'm gonna skip this and I'm never going to listen to this song again. <laughs> so how do you, do you just gotta create your own playlist? Yeah, you really do. So could it have really been like one song, what one, one side of like really, really good song? Yeah, it really could have. Like it, he just spread himself. Yeah, he, he, he spent too much time. But he, a lot Fair. of things happened on this album. Okay. You know, he he was he able to admit that he does have a quote-unquote illegitimate child. I heard that lyric. Which we already addressed previously with the whole Pusha T beef. But yes, now on his own album, he comes forward and says, you know what? Yeah, I have a child. Um, I only met his mother twice. It's like, well, you met some girl twice and you just go ahead and just gave her all that. No rapidy rap, none well, of that. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, you're out here living your life, I guess, Drake. Um, but it's not, it's not safe. It's not safe. Sometimes there's dangers inherent with that kind of behavior. Think about that. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was, it was interesting. But like, like it was like, like I do like the songs that I like. The songs I like, I like. There are a couple songs that have been added to my my gym playlist now. Uh-huh. Like uh, the second song, which is um, nonstop. Okay. Non-stop. Yes, I like that yeah, song. I was like, shit, they'll never stop. I'm like, oh, yeah. uh-huh. I get to run. Go, uh-huh. go, go, go. And go. then the song that is blowing up the meme world right now, which is In My Feelings. That's a song, if you're not, if you have listened to the album already, it's a song called Keisha, Don't You Love Me. That song. Go and look up the In My Feelings challenge on YouTube. It's hilarious. There's all these dances that go along with it. It's so funny. Next thing in reference to uh, pop culture, like I was just talking about a second ago, is Deezus and Mero. You listen to the Bodega Boys podcast, right? Uh-huh. I watch the Deezus and Mero show on YouTube. Okay. The thing is, previously, that show, which was the number one show on Late Night, that probably wasn't true, but they always said it, that show <laughs> previously was on Viceland. Yes. But they've gotten so big. These two guys from the Bronx have gotten so big. These two guys, men of color from the Bronx, gotten so big that they now have been offered a new position to have a show on Showtime. Wow, good for them. Yes, so they had their last show, I think, last week. 
the very final wow. Jesus Romero show on Vice Land. Yeah. They had to talk about, like, you know, they've been on that, uh, that show for, like, four years or so. And, like, they're talking about, oh, the people who come through, um, some of the return guests, all that stuff. They were really big guests, too. Yeah. But they, their format was so different and refreshing. And their format, as far as the rest of the show, was so different and refreshing. They're like, they talk about things, they talk about things where it's almost, when they talk about the news, it's almost nihilistic. It was like, yeah. We've been through so much that even though this is bad, you can still kind of laugh at it because, like, yeah. fuck it, the world's going to burn down anyway, which yeah. is how I think of the world also, um, which is really sad. Very grim. It's very grim, but it's like, ah, fuck it. It's all funny. It's all jokes. Yeah. Anyway, um, they're hilarious. I'm a big fan of them, and that's where the wash came from, and I'm looking forward to seeing them on Showtime, except for I don't have Showtime. <laughs> so you got to subscribe. So I don't know what I'm going to do. You can go add that. it on. Do you add it on to your package? I don't want to, I don't have a package to add on to. <laughs> you got an Amazon package. They don't have a, what the hell? <laughs> they add on? Mm. You can buy the online streaming. They have an online streaming. I don't just buy randomly Showtime. That yeah, sounds so like a lot of money. You're just not going to do it. Then. I'm absolutely <laughs> not going to do it. Unless Showtime costs $4 a month, I'm not going to do it. Showtime, y'all here? $4 a month. I'll think about it. $4 a month. All right, so um, with that being said. Got something to say. Let's go and jump on that soapbox and say it. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. What you got? Well, I love Movie Pass. Do you love Movie Pass? I'm having, no. I'm having some concerns with it myself. I love Movie Pass. But Do I got... myself personally. I just... I'm getting very frustrated with them recently, okay? It still works for me, okay? So... Why I like MoviePass is because it's inexpensive, right? I basically made made back my money already, right? So I'm just basically watching it for free because I paid for the annual payment and it was six ninety five for the year, um, and so I already made my back my money tenfold. Okay, so every movie that I watch going forward is gravy. Okay, okay. so that's number one. So now I am just kind of nitpicking about it, I guess, from my perspective. Okay, but I am getting a bit annoyed. Because now MoviePass is making you do multiple things. And I'll start sharing for folks what why, what's pissing me off. Okay, I've already had a problem myself with something. I was trying to watch a movie yesterday and I couldn't even watch it. But go ahead. So, number one is now MoviePass makes you take a photo of your ticket. Right? Okay, fine. So now after I get my ticket, I have to find some corner somewhere and take a photo of my phone. I mean, take, take a photo of the ticket with my phone. Hoping that movie pass uploads a ticket and I get that confirmation. Cause they say if you don't do it once, or after you do it one time, they can cut off your service. Okay, so that's number one. Fucking annoying. Whatever. I'm willing to do it. It's a free movie ticket. Second thing is now you can only see a movie one time. Right? I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, if I you watch know. it one time, that's it. That's it. You can't can't see any more than that. Um, that's a bit annoying. Do I really watch movies more than once in the theater? No, I don't. But that is pretty fucking annoying. Okay. Now, the new thing they have is called peak times. Okay. Yeah, I heard about that too. Yes. If you want to watch a movie during a certain peak time, it's not going to be made available to you. We're talking about Friday night, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, when a movie just brand, you know, just opened. Right? It's called peak times. If you want to watch a movie during these peak times, it's $3.50 to $4.50 per ticket to watch it during these peak times. Um... Now that really pisses me off because now it they're asking for more money. Uh, remember how we talked about like video games now? 
that you have to pay additional money to play video games. What are yeah, they called? That's pay for play. Called but pay for play. It's like when you had to buy more coins so you can farm or you can do whatever, right? To get, to get better at the game, you to get better. And for you to have a strategic advantage, right? Yes. And that's how I feel like Movie Pass is now. They're now asking me to pay more to, um, to uh, they're asking me to pay more to watch a certain movie during a certain time, and that for me is it. Just I don't know if I'm going. Con- it works right now financially for me, and it works right now because it's, you know, is it really going to bother me? Do I, am I really going to see it during 8 or 9 o'clock on a Friday? More, more, more than likely not. And that's what they probably figured out, right? That the vast majority of people are not going to watch into these peak times anyways. We're just going to stave off the people who, you know, um, we're going to stave off the people who uh, wouldn't normally, uh, uh, you know, would, would, would be isolated to these times. Um, but we're not going to piss off enough people. And I'm kind of in that camp. So it's like, it's not a deal breaker for me yet, but it's getting closer because now, like I said, AMC has that feature where it's $19.99 a month, you know, um, Cinemark has an $8.99 a month. Um, but not, oh, wait, wait, well, that's what I was my cool thing. But Cinemark. that, but that's not unlimited. It's only one movie a month and you get like half off and $5 ticket days or something. Wait, so it's $9 for one movie? Eight ninety nine for one movie. Yeah, $9 is $8.99. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I don't know why you should nitpick about a penny. Nine dollars. Um, but uh, so so it's getting there. But that 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 situation because like I don't go to any other theater except for Cinemark. That's the one that's next to me. So yeah. if Cinemark's like playing coming through with that, MoviePass might have to go. Yeah, well, you know, I'm having you trouble know, with the app myself. The, the you know no the good news is too with the Cinemark one it gives you one movie a month, but if you don't want to watch it for that month it rolls over. Oh word. Yeah. Oh shit. So so it gives you it's basically. Nine times ten is like $120 for, you know, nine. Because I'm not like you and your wife. Like, I don't watch movies as often because, I, I mean, I'm literally, I'm letting you know for sure that I have given MoviePass some free months. Oh, a yeah. couple of free months. Yeah. Definitely. No. And now hearing this information, I'm like, mm. Cinemark rolls it over. And you can use it at any Cinemark. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. it's not 3D, though. You can't watch it 3D. Oh, you know, and the good thing about the Cinemark one is because you're able to um, reserve online. Oh, shit. You don't have to walk up, buy the ticket. Because that's what I do. Time. I walk my ass. You know what? No. You, 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 well, movie pass. It's been a long, <laughs> it's been a nice run for you and me personally. They're, I'm not they're, saying everybody, but yeah. for you and me personally, it's been a nice run. Yeah, the fact they can roll over, you just collect them and you could like, you know, and, and then they have like $5 Tuesdays and they have discount days where you can get, and they get 20% off, uh, you know, concessions. And I mean, it's... Why? Why another? Because I have Cinemark also. Because I've I've only used it for a couple of months, and I really enjoy. It. I really enjoy having that extra ticket or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna renew next year on Movie Pass, but I'm a diehard. I love Movie Pass. It's just it's 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 pretty annoying sometimes. I that's my rant. I agree. I agree. This is actually what my concern is. It's not it's not that big of a thing, but. I live in downtown Long Beach. You do? Yes. Right near the ocean. Uh, right by the beach. Yeah. Um, and typically, there's always a couple of issues. You got to do a little bit of a little bit of little ch- chicanery to find a parking spot. It's not that bad. Yes. But Very because it is downtown Long Beach, oftentimes at the Queen Mary or at the Long Beach Convention Center, there's shit going down. There's always events. So every other weekend, there's shit going down. And with that being said, when shit goes down, I have people flocking to my city. To your community. They flock in. Tourists. And when they flock in, you know what they bring with them? 
cars. Their cars. Yes, they yes. bring their damn cars. Cars. And then it really makes it very difficult for me to park. Yes. And that's my problem. That's right. Y'all coming down to my city, find yourself a Lyft, find yourself an Uber. Hopefully it's somebody who lives in our city, so I have only local Lyft and Uber people driving around, dropping y'all motherfuckers off. When you get here, don't worry about it because we actually have a free transit line so you can move about to get to Queen Mary or whatever. You don't got to bring your car. You don't bring your car from here. I bring my car because I live here. I got to get to work. But you don't need your car. You don't need your car in my city. Have a good in time. downtown Long Beach, you can car. walk everywhere. Yeah. You don't need your car. Once you get here, what are you going to do with it? So if any, like, we have buses to get you to and fro. We got bikes you can rent. We have, dude, we have so many ways for you to transfer yourself. You're a bike-friendly city. Outside of using your car, parking in my spot that I needed to go ahead and, you know, stop it. Stop it. Stop using your cars. If you, if you don't live here, don't have a car, then come here with it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Get here some other way. Not welcome. And that's it. That's all I got to say. I got you. I'm sure people who are visiting Long Beach will take your advice into consideration. They won't. They won't. But, I, uh, I, but I said it, though. I, I got my soapbox and I said it. It's out there. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Patrick, was that, what, was it the, was that the black time? That's a wrap, son. Yeah, buddy. Folks, we're trying to get back. We're with trying that. to be on time next time. We are. We're trying to get back we're with that, that, that scheduling. We saw, we saw a slight dip. We're, we're, we're back in the fact. You know, but, you know, keep in mind that when holidays happen, holidays happen for all of us. And though we love y'all, we have our own families to worry about sometimes, too. <laughs> and that's all we're saying. And with that being said, we will see you next week. Peace. Peace.